0: and good I'm feeling strong, knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself. I'm driving.
1: Hey now, all I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the Spirit Doctor hey, Kelly Joey. Sparta. Hey Kelly. Happy New Year finally well in 2021 <laughs> we've made it
0: i say this but it's not actually 2021 as we're recording this so
1: <laughs> there we go you're tearing down the walls again but the you're news tearing is down the that walls it is the day again.
0: after the solstice and and the great conjunction and the beginning of the new 2000 year 200 year and 20 year cycles that are starting right today right as we're recording it and and so the new year episode is happening at the same time as the solstice, which is I just think is lovely. So.
1: For all of you listening, it is 2021, and welcome into the new year. <laughs> and we've got something new and fun to start when we start the episode. But first, we want to take just a minute as we're in the new year. New year here to invite everybody. To check out the Facebook group because there's a lot of good stuff in there. If you're a new listener in this new year, go to Spirit Chirpa by Kelly Sparta on Facebook and you can get involved in the community, see what's going on there. Kelly, you continue to drop new stuff in there all the time so it's great great place to hang out great yeah. place to be and get if your you there. are
0: brand new to the podcast i do want to say that if you are brand new to the podcast and brand new to sort of spiritual stuff in general you may want to start at the beginning of the podcast because we cover a lot of the beginner topics at the beginning of the podcast and we get a little bit more advanced as we move along so if you are a newbie then the beginning of the podcast is where you should start.
1: And like with any series you start, like a television series, you got to learn the character development. You got to fall in love with the characters. And that's a great way to do it. You'll fall in love with us by the time you reach episode 133, which is we are characters indeed. With that out of the way. We're starting a whole. We new are. We're actually doing a couple now. of
0: different, well, several mini and, and this year. So we're we're doing the Wheel of the Year, which we started with the cool Yule episode. And if you have not done that one, then you know that that was very cool, and you should at least check it out, right? And then we're going to do the whole Wheel of the Year with that. And then we've been doing the mythology series, and now we're starting a chakra series.
1: Ooh, this is a good one because everybody who's getting into this stuff and you talked about the beginner stuff came earlier and we did talk a little bit about the chakra back then, but this is a great one to dig into to now as people have been listening for over 130 episodes to start to give a little more detail to that stuff. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do one
0: episode per chakra.
1: Okay, well. You had mentioned it before that the chakras go from one to seven. I had suggested, number speaking, we would start at one. You said, no, Joey, you're you're dumb. dumb. Let's start at seven.
0: (laughs) I said, I generally start at seven, and there's a reason for it, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. (laughs)
1: Exactly. So that's what I'm excited about because I don't even know why we would start backwards. But we're starting with chakra seven. And what does that mean? So um, the chakras have names as well as these numbers we're so talking chakra about. Chakra seven is, is the crown chakra. chakra seven?
0: It's the one that's on the top of your head. It's the easiest one to find. It's just like put your hand on the top of your head. You got it done. Right. The reason that I want to start at the seventh chakra is because this is the path that usually people in the Western world tend to take when they're doing spiritual work is that they tend to start in the seventh chakra and they don't do it intentionally, but that's generally how people sort of step into spirituality. So they they start off with meditation and trying to talk to their guides and doing sort of the upper level work of that upper level chakra. And in one of our earlier episodes, we also talked about the masculine and the feminine paths to enlightenment, right? And the seventh chakra, so from the heart chakra up is the masculine and from the heart chakra down is the feminine. And most Western spiritual practices take you through the heart chakra up, the masculine path, right? And so the reason that I talk about them in this order, and in fact, later in in my uh, mystery school programs. If you ever joined the mystery school, you would find that uh, in later programs, we actually do the work in, in this order as well. And the reason is because you've probably already done some of that work if you've been in spirituality at all for any length of time. And so, it's easier for people to access that information because it's familiar to them, Right. And so the reason that I wanted to start at seven is because it's not fraught with stuff people haven't dealt with, (laughs) right? There's a reason that they say that transformational work is shadow work. And it's because it's done in the path of the feminine, which is the darkness, right? The mystery, And so it's done in the shadow, right? And that's from the heart chakra down. And that's the, that's the deeper, heavier, you know, gooier, messier stuff, right?
1: The more foundational stuff to who you are. So,
0: you know, it's, it's, it's also the great spirit is the, the upper sides and then you're working more in the spiritual realm and less in the physical realm, and then you're not getting physicality all in the way, right? So that's why we start in the seventh chakras, just because it's easier. So you know, let's talk about the seventh chakra for a minute. The seventh chakra is your connecting point to the universe. Okay. If you've done the tree meditation, which we've mentioned about a bazillion times on here, uh, then you know that the process of... And if you haven't heard it because you just haven't listened to you know one out of every five episodes where we mention mentioned it. Um, but it's on my YouTube channel <laughs> and you can find it there. But the concept is that we become the circuit between the universe and the earth, between the earth and the sky. The crown chakra is where that energy comes in from. It is how we get energy sourced from the universe, as opposed to energy sourced from the earth, which is through the root chakra, okay? And so energy sourced from the universe has a different flavor than earth energy. It provides us with a balancing point to that earth energy because the earth energy feeds the body, the universal energy feeds the spirit, And we put them together and we end up with this lovely balance, right? And so having your crown chakra open, which is what the tree meditation helps you to do, but having that crown chakra open is super helpful because then you have access to an energy source. Now, for people who've come from challenged childhoods or who are in environments that are incredibly stressful, there's a tendency to shut down the crown chakra. And when you do this, it's it's part of what I refer to as the energetic fetal position, right? And we've talked about that before on the Energy Vampires episode. So we're going to be referencing back a lot today. So,
1: (laughs) yeah. And throughout this series, I'm sure.
0: The energy through that is useful. So if you're in a highly stressed state, which many of us are, even you know, even now with having dealt with covid for so long, you know, it's still freaking stressful plus our lives, plus you know, who knows, right? Taking time to actually open that chakra up and make it available for energy to come in is useful. So there's that. This is also how our guides talk to us. Okay? And so, our guides will, will provide us with with information if we're available to receive it. And we did a whole episode on how to talk to spirit guides, so I'm not going to go great into depth on that. But the seven chakras is where that energy comes in from. Okay? Now, it is the connecting point, right? That's generally how people think of it. There are some very specific blocks that I have discovered. So... I've done like probably three or 4,000 energy scans at this point. In the course of doing all those energy scans, I have discovered that, that people have certain blocks, that there are 35 common blocks for people who are on the spiritual path. And so I'm going to talk about the blocks. I can't solve them all on here. <laughs> But I can tell you what they are, right? Because some of them are really complex and it's not an easy solution. But the most common block in the seventh chakra that I hear about or see in people all the time is the mind on overdrive block. And that's the, I can't shut my mind off. I've got a million miles a minute. No, 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 no. I got a plan and a backup plan and a backup plan for my backup plan and I'm going to explode. Ah right? Yeah. So that's the most common block that I see in in this. I also see a blocked or diverted flow when people are... When they have their crown chakra closed on a regular basis, it will cause the energy to to shunt away from the crown chakra and then go around the energy field. And if the person tries to absorb it through their energy field, instead of taking it in through the crown chakra, they can actually short out the neural net that is the, the your, your aura has 88 eyes, right? And it can actually short out the neural net that runs between those eyes that create your aura. And when you find things that are shorted energetically in the aura, it generally relates to neurological disorders, So I've worked on a couple of people with MS and they have this sort of fritzy energy in their auric field that is the the energy of the eyes not talking properly to one another. It's reflected in the aura. So you can get that if you don't open your crown chakra on a regular basis and you're trying to pull energy in through your aura. So that's that's probably the most dangerous one to have. And then there is... I can tell just from looking at this chakra whether or not someone is a natural channel. And so this there's a, a space in there that'll tell me whether or not that's true. If you are a natural channel, meaning you naturally allow uh, entities to speak through you, it's something that would be natural for you. The single most important thing you need to learn how to do is how to say no to that. Because... Channeling is permission-based possession.
1: <laughs> and we've talked about this before. You and you and Kathy having a fight over <laughs> whether yeah. it's possession if or not. You but have yes. that ability.
0: You want to take a class on channeling to learn how to say no to things that are channeling through you. Okay. And then the other thing that I see in here uh, is a uh, blocked masculine energy, because obviously, we were talking about the masculine energy, right? So the blocked masculine can be problematic. And so when you have a blocked masculine, you might have a hard time, you know, making making plans or committing to things or making decisions or moving forward, things like that, where you you just, you you feel sort of stuck, right? That can be the result of a blocked masculine. And then the final thing that I see is blocked eloquence and fluid thought. And that is a function of inspiration, right? And inspiration comes through the crown chakra as well. So if your crown chakra is not flowing properly, you cannot get inspiration from the muses, right?
1: So, if you're feeling creatively blocked, writer's block, or any of those type of things, it would help to focus on your crown chakra to open up to allow inspiration to flow know, I mean,
0: there's other things that you can find in there too, but those are the ones that I see most often. And when you are working in your spiritual practice, one of the things that you really want to pay attention to is how do I run my personal energy, right? Because How your energy is running is how your body is feeling too. When I start to feel not right, and I feel not right energetically long before I feel not right physically, when I start to feel not right energetically, I'm like, okay, let's clear the energy field... let's realign the chakras so they're all like let's check each one and make sure it's flowing and everything's copacetic let's feel in and see if it's coming from outside let's see what's going on but you definitely want to pay attention to your energy field and this is why we're doing this series right is so that we can uh, bring your awareness to your energy field itself um, it's very difficult when you first get started in this work to feel the energy uh, because it's a it's a subtle thing that you have to learn how to recognize. The more practice you spend working on consciously running your energy, the more you raise your awareness on the subtlety of how the energy works and what it feels like in your body, and that increases your ability to work with it. okay?
1: you talked about bringing awareness to your energy and and that there and you gave us a little some examples of the more you work in it helps bring your awareness there is there some exercise or things that people can do meditation try to drive it there (laughs) (laughs) funny that
0: the tree meditation is a wonderful way to to work in your energy field um and and I, I we've talked about clearing your energy field before, right? We did an episode on that. So, uh if you haven't listened to that one, you can go back and find that one too. Uh, you know, clearing your energy field is a way to work with it on a regular basis. There are multiple meditations that you'll find online. I don't have them myself yet, but There are multiple meditations you can find online around chakra meditations, right? Where you can just sit and meditate upon the chakra. You can do this simply by just bringing your awareness to it. You know, I mean, it really, that's all it takes is just focus on it, ask it what it needs, give it to it. (laughs) You know, that's really what it comes down to. And, you know, I get that if you're brand new, you're going to be like, but how do I do that? At which point I say Google a meditation, <laughs> you know? but yeah, that, that's generally the process, right? Um, it's really about practice. Once you start to recognize the energy, you're going to realize that you've always known it was there. You just didn't recognize it as a different sense.
1: You You always knew what you didn't so know, but now you yeah. know it. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, you know,
0: we <laughs> okay. never tell you anything you don't already know. You just, you know, didn't know you knew it.
1: <laughs> We've talked about it being the connection point. Are there any other uh, special sort of things to note when we look at the crown chakra that you might want to share with people today? Maybe other uses for it. Um, and uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm sort I, of I get it. spitballing but the, um, here.
0: So, there are some other uses for the crown chakra, but they're pretty advanced. And so, I don't want to put them out here because they could be really messed up with. But know that there is more.
1: Okay. Well, then let me let me stick with that for just a second then. Know that there's more. So, there's some advanced stuff they can do with the chakra, the, the crown chakra specifically. What would they do to actually learn more about that in a safe way? In responsible way is there is there something do you have a a course regarding chakras? Is there something you would recommend?
0: Is a rich and complex environment. Okay, and there's more than seven chakras. I only talk about seven, but there's actually more. There's chakras that go up and 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 down in your body and. And uh, I don't even know how many, because I don't do that work, but it's like 12 or something. Anyway, um, some people talk about even more than that and chakras and the palms and all sorts of stuff like that, right? I'm doing a basic overview because for the average person, it's fully sufficient. Okay. And when I say there are advanced things that you can do, these are advanced magical techniques to use in advanced magical workings. And when we're talking that that is something that you have to actually be really well versed in your own work, you have to dealt with your own demons, if you will, you know, done all your shadow work, right? And... You have to be on the other side and have a working knowledge of magic and its, its structure and how it works and how to use it. And then you have to have really excellent boundaries uh, before you can even begin to look at the work that could be done at this level with this, right? So the answer is, yes, I could teach it, but I haven't yet because I need students who are ready for it, right?
1: Right, and this go- well, and this goes to that foundational point that you were just saying, and this reinforces that even more is get to know the chakra system, get to know your connection because we talked about the crown chakra being that connection point to the universe, and I'm sure that it's a connection point to a whole other. A bunch of things, if you will, uh, that might be connecting to the to the energetic. So there's some important work to do there with understanding that as a thing exactly. before you and move you into know, the advanced And you know, if you stuff.
0: are working with a god or a goddess, which we've talked about the the perils of that. But if you decide to do that, um, you would also speak to them through your crown chakra and any anybody on the astral, really you're going to be using your crown chakra to have that conversation. So there's there's a lot of communication that can be done in that fashion. But then there's also additional practices that can be done. But you you really have to be more adept. And I don't even want to tell people what they are because I don't want people Googling and trying to figure it out. Because <laughs> I know you guys and I know you'd like to <laughs> run before you walk. and You faceplant really hard when you do that. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be kind to you and not tell you. So... But there is stuff there. And here's here's the deal, right? We're running a mystery school, right? It's a sacred power and purpose mystery school. And my job is to teach you how to safely and effectively use your magic and find your power and purpose in the world. That's my job. And to do that, you really need to focus on building a strong foundation. Because if your foundation is weak, your foot will fall through the floor when you're trying to do something, when you're trying to do some heavy lifting, right? And that is no good. So focus on the foundations, focus on the, the beginning structures, really get clear on what everything does and how it works in your own energy field. Because your energy field is your foundational point for your magic if you have gummed up chakras you're going to have a harder time utilizing your energy
1: well this is helpful it sets our foundation and allows us to build into the series on the chakra system which we'll be doing scattered throughout the course of the next next year or so i do want to sort of transition a little bit here as we come to the ep- end of the episode as we talked about new year new listeners new us new everything why don't you mention the mystery school i think it would be good to sort of refresh people's um, understanding on where they can get more information about that and and what's coming up with that um just as a reminder because i think that that's a, a great foundational point to build like you mentioned that there's actually a couple of different things magic. that
0: i want to mention uh if you are sort of dipping your toes in and you're not really sure if you really want to walk this path or not, and you just want to try some cool funky stuff out and see how it works and maybe do a little personal growth work at the same time. Then the uh, moon circle that we've got going on, the virtual uh, new and full moon circles is happening. And that uh, we start a new group on the new moon. So you can join on the new moon. Uh, Or, you know, like a week before. Right. And that includes a ritual basics course. Basically, your first month, you don't actually do a ritual your first month you spend learning how to do ritual. And so and then after that, you start the rituals. So that's a good one for the, mm, I'm just gonna try it out. And that's that's a hundred dollars a month. It's it's pretty easy. And you're doing two rituals a month and two two weeks of prep time and and you get the whole course and all of that. So that's a great way to sort of dip your toes into the magical world. If you know. That you are ready to make a significant change in your life and that you're willing to really step into the express train. Because let me be clear, what I do is, is an express train. Um, the first program is five years worth of personal growth work in four months. So, and and with magic and energy included in the process. So, you learn about that and how to how to work with your energy field and things like that on top of it, right? So that is the Inner Peace 101 program. And it's called... uh, The subtitle is Finding Emotional Safety. And the reason that it's called that is because without being in a place where you feel emotionally safe, like you're not at risk of being under attack at all times, unless you can get out of that state of feeling unsafe, you will never be able to change because the default to stepping out of your comfort zone, which is required if you're going to change... Uh, the, but the default response when you're in that state is to defend against it. And so you end up defending against your own growth. And so that's why you have to start at that point is so that you can get out of your own way. And in that program, we deal with fear, anxiety, worry, dread, self doubt, judgments, inner and outer. And we build a foundation of, of inner support for you as well as um, starting to build your courage muscle. And that's what that program does. People literally come out the other side going, wow, I just, I, I can't even recognize how I walked in from how I walked out.
1: And that inner peace is a prerequisite yes. for your program, Yeah, and that inner peace program, program right? is a
0: prerequisite for the Mastering Spiritual Evolution program, which is a year long program. And that is 10 years worth of personal growth work in a year.
1: So that one if the, the inner peace 101 is a an express yeah, train that much. one is a rocket ship.
0: <laughs> so it, that one is about solidifying your energetic field. So and and your identity because they they go hand in hand, right? So uh, we, we work on claiming your space and setting your boundaries, owning your power, internalizing your sense of value so that you never have to ask for validation again, and learning how to love yourself. Those five steps are what allow you to solidify your energetic field so that you can hold and and utilize large large amounts of energy to focus towards larger workings.
1: Well, all of this stuff is more information on it, all available at KellySparta.com.
0: Yep. And the, people can sign well, up there as well. You can sign up for a discovery call. You cannot sign up for, you can sign up for the, uh, the moon magic online that you can do. Uh everything else has to come through a discovery call because I interview every single person to make sure that they're going to be a full, uh, a good fit and a safe person for the group.
1: And we talked about that in the mystery school episode that the interview is an important part of it. Okay. All right. Well, this is great. This is all good stuff. We are in the new year. We are in our new cycle. We are in our 2200, whatever the numbers were you gave earlier. Everything's coming together, baby. It's coming together. And it, through it all, Spirit Trip is riding on.
0: <laughs>
1: Kellyism, How about a Kellyism uh, before we head out today?
0: We provide the destination and the motivation. The universe provides the navigation.
1: Boom. Wonderful stuff. Thank you very much, Kelly. And that is all that we have for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I am Joey C, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. So Spiritripa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under a Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to www.creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to kelly at to sign up for or get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to www.kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions with post-production by Christopher Wright.
0: home Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing? But you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space.